Hey, 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 listeners. Welcome back to the True Life in Abundance podcast. Where abundance is more than money. And we're your hosts. I'm Lenora. And I'm Shannon. And we're back with another episode today. And as usual, let's get started with today's quote. And it says, anyone who abandons you is teaching you how to stand on your own two feet. And that's by Laura Clegg. Hmm. What do you think about that? I think that's true. I do. I think that's true. I do too. In so many different aspects, though, you know. Yeah. It could be a mother. It could be a parent, you know, that abandoned a child. It could be um, friends. It could be anybody, you know. You learn different things from that abandonment, which is sad and hard, but you still grow. That's so true. I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. So today, guys, we will be talking about the term abandonment and ghosting as the more popular term <laughs> nowadays. Um, so I have had my share of being abandoned or ghost. Um, what about you? Yes. In times where I really needed people, of course. Yeah. So have you ever been ghosted while you were pregnant? Yes, I have. So I actually, for any of our followers that follow me on Facebook, I post a um, article about a girl who was ghosted while she was pregnant. And I, um, too, have been uh, ghosted while I was pregnant by two um, former friends of mine. And another person, which is my sister, said that she had also been ghosted as well so I thought it'd be something interesting to talk about because some people hadn't heard of it and some people have I was one of the ones who haven't heard of it (laughs) Um, but just because something don't happen to me does not make it not real just like other things just like I've never experienced cancer and all you know other things of that nature but I know it's real because it has happened to other people Um, I haven't being ghosted but you know what I did feel how I did feel abandoned like sometimes like older people when they found out that I was pregnant how young they were like I feel like their words made me feel rejected case (laughs) in point they would say stuff like oh my god like I couldn't believe like you know you didn't better take care of yourself so then I'm just like well how am I supposed to know if I wasn't taught those things and it's definitely no ding to my parents but they did the best they could but I, I they didn't teach me everything right so like I felt like those were stung and so those made me isolate when I was pregnant well that can make you like you said isolate but instead of pushing someone away with your words why don't you try to you know put them under your wing you don't have to scald people if the deed is already done you can lovingly correct them or you know you don't have to make people feel bad for something they already done especially when they are you know they probably feel bad themselves in that moment so I don't think that's right either and crazy enough about it the person who had said those things to me I had found out she had her first child younger than I did. And when I asked her Mm -hmm. about that, like, oh, like, why did you say X, Y, Z? Because I didn't find out how 
old she was when she had her child, you know, to some years later. And she was just like, oh, she expected that I would, quote unquote, know better. But I'm like, but you didn't tell me your story. You know, know so, better, but who expected her to know better? Like, you can't put these expectations on people. Yeah, like, that's true, too. But on the other side of it, I'm like, well, how am I supposed to know without being taught? Like, you know, that's why we're here. So we could mm-hmm. tell our story. So even if one or two people are like, hey, they don't have to go through the things that we went through. Or even if they may never do, maybe some of our listeners can tell our story to their friends. Or like, right. hey, I know these two girls. They went through X, Y, Z. So you can make it too. So, Or you can share it with your friends so they can just listen. of course (laughs) so okay like how did it make you feel like did they like gradually stop talking to you or was it like Um, a big like they just when you told me you were pregnant and it was just like slowly faded away um okay so I'll go from the beginning so when I first found out uh, well before I found out me and this one girl I'm not gonna say names but me and this one girl we were like thick as thieves we hang right. out all the time. Um, always together. We work together. We, I mean, that was like we was. You seen me? You seen her? You knew we were together. I mean, most most of our work shifts were together. Like that was my buddy. Um, we became fast friends. So she wasn't a long time friend. It was just somebody that you know. You sometimes you just instantly click with people, and it's about, yeah. And that's what it was with her. Um, so once I found that I was pregnant. Uh, she stayed around for a little bit, but she was like shocked. Um, she, you could tell she started to grow distant. She wouldn't say we wouldn't. She wouldn't invite me certain places anymore. And then eventually we just stopped talking. Um, and then I just didn't hear from her. And that was kind of that situation. The other girl we had been friends for a few years, and when I told her we got that I, we got pregnant, <laughs> I got pregnant. She was like, oh, you, she kind of scalded me a little bit. And then we just stopped talking. You should have used the condom. You should have did this. You should have did that. And it was like, we were supposed to, because we were supposed to, we made plans. Like we were young. We were going to make plans to like go to another state and just live like our best life. And mm. like, so she's like, you, you interrupted you. her plans. And her plans. Like she was like, we were supposed to move to I think it was like California or something because I always used to want to live in California and I think she wanted to go too and she was like we we, we were supposed to move and we're supposed to do all this stuff and now we can't like she was like not happy Mm. and after that conversation like it didn't even fizzle it was like we just didn't talk no more like baby shower I I didn't even think to invite her like we just didn't talk now we have talked like on social media recently but we haven't we don't have each other's number or anything like that but in a scary time like that, I felt like I needed, and like they weren't like my best friends, but they were the people that I was in that moment. Sometimes even with your best friends, you're not like around them as much during periods of your life. Right. And I was around them more than I was with like my best friends at that moment. And I thought, man, you know, I thought these people were going to be here for me and they just weren't. So yeah, they just one was gradual, one was just like, let me tell you how I feel, and then I'm out, and then mm. that was that. So, 
weird. It's weird. The energy. That is. I, I mean, I'd rather the person, the second person, I'd rather you do it that way. Right. And, to, and then to stop talking to me, then to gradually just act funny towards me in your presence. Like, because then I ain't going to want to be around you anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, um, I, I actually did the opposite. I actually cut everyone off. Not like everyone, like my, I mean, it was right at the high school anyway, so it probably was a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of like my two best friends, everyone else I met either while I was pregnant or after I had her. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's nobody else around. Like, cause I just went into like, I guess you could say now, I guess looking back hindsight, I went into like a depression and I stopped talking to everyone. Yeah, I get. It was just a lot of shame, a lot of guilt, a lot of you grew up in the, you know, a lot of me feel like I grew up in a church. I knew better. Heck, I was in church all my life, you know. So it was just a lot of me battling me. So mm-hmm. I wanted to battle it on my own and not with others. And looking back, I felt like. It was a good decision, um, but to go off of what you are saying. Now, I do know um, a particular story where there were two friends and one was married a long time and the other one ended up not getting married too much later when she was in her 30s. And so the one who was married since in her 20s, she had infertility issues, so she couldn't get married. So the other one, when she did get married years later in her 30s, she didn't have that issue, and she ended up getting pregnant, like, right away. And the first baby, you know, the girl, you know, acted funny a little bit, but they still talked. And then by the time she had baby number two, she was done with her. And I... I mean, I don't think it's right, but I know she did it because of jealousy. Yeah. Um, and sometimes there are people that have things that you want, you desire. A lot of my good friends are doing exceptionally well, and I'm super ha- happy for them. But I feel like you don't take nothing away from what God is doing in my story and what he will do in my story. Sometimes you know, you may not have get that thing. And right now we're talking about you may not have that child mm-hmm. or you may not have that, you know, or the one young lady may not have that. Now I have to change plans because, you know, life's circumstances. But some believe you me, God will work all things together for your good. I know it's very cliche. Anybody who is around the church space, any amount of time, you hear that thrown around a lot. But it's so true. Like, God definitely can bring beauty from the ashes. Like, I would have never thought that, you know, I have the life that I have now. And I'm so thankful that I stayed the course. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I feel like I got off a little bit off topic, but. (laughs) No, it's fine. Yeah, I just feel like, yeah. Sometimes life don't always go as planned, basically. Not that doesn't. And, um, I mean, I think, too, when it comes to 
that story that you just told, um, the jealousy, I don't know if it was, uh, for me, I don't know if there was a jealousy issue. I don't even really think it was, it could have been. Um, but I think for the one girl, I think when people want things their way, right. They can't see outside of themselves and they make it to where they are. It's not even a jealous thing. It's a, now I'm mad at you because now you ruined my plans, but you can live your best life without me. Like, yeah. we was not, <laughs> I'm sorry, we can't be Thelma and Louise now. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, <laughs> we just got, you just gotta, you know, wait until I had his baby and then we can go back on the, you know, have fun. Like, we, I didn't, I mean, I couldn't have moved at that moment, but, you know, mm-hmm. and she never ended up moving. It's like, you wasn't even gonna move no way. probably not you just over here talking but you know it worked out the way it was supposed to like you said my life is the way it's supposed to be you know could I have done things differently and could I do things differently of course Mm -hmm. but um, I think we all take you know go on these paths and journeys and it leads us to where we're supposed to be I believe that I believe that wholeheartedly um so I wanted to ask, like, how important you think it is to have community, like, while you're pregnant or while you're in just a difficult time? Um, I think it's super important. I I say now for me and my, well, during my pregnancy, of course, but now that uh, I know you all know that I'm, I don't live near family. It's just me, my husband, and my two kids and we don't really have community so i i know firsthand how important community is now i have people that i talk to that get me through things but when i want to like go get away to somebody's house or go see a friend or you know have that just love just around me in my presence i don't have that so community is super important and when you're going through Something that can be hard, like some pregnancies are difficult, not even physically, but emotionally difficult. It's good to have people around you um, that are supportive and caring and just understanding, even if they've never been pregnant or, you know, don't have kids. Just somebody who's just going to be there as a, a ear or just to pick you up, because that's what, you know, your community and village is about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely think community is important and I'm the one to talk because I was the one who cut everybody (laughs) off. But no, not just during pregnancy, during difficult times, um, it is definitely important to lean on people and, you know, vice versa. You want people to pour into you and then when it's their turn, you pour it back into them. Mm -hmm. Um, But while I was pregnant... I don't know. I think I I just put my head down and just, I don't know, just went through um, because I really didn't know what life was going to be like, you know, adding another person to my already struggling self. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah. But like I said, for the young lady that I'm talking about, who friend ended up, who did abandoning her because she you know ended up having another child which the other person did she had kids too she had a kid she adopted mm-hmm. um, but you know I guess she felt like you know that wasn't the same um, but I'm sure I mean I, we never really had a 
talk about it. I only heard about her story through a third party, mm-hmm. but I'm sure she, you know, felt like their friendship was a lie. Yeah. Like she probably, you know, felt like all this time, you know, I'm laughing in your face and we going all these places, but you really secretly don't like me because I feel like sometimes, you know, if we just be very candid, you know, everybody have had a friend who have got something that they wanted before them. And yeah. you make half of that initial like, dang, I really wanted mm-hmm. that. But then you, you get over it. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, but when they turn their back on you, it's like, okay, well, we, we really was never friends. <laughs> yeah. I also think sometimes maybe they, she did feel like, like that was her friend up until like she got sometimes certain people go through things I can't speak on because I don't know you know either but sometimes people can't handle like that I don't know like I'm not like justifying because it's never okay to be jealous like you know like you said in that moment you might die, like dang but you get over it because you realize it's not for me or not right now or whatever but Sometimes some people just cannot handle when they have been trying or when they like really feel like they've been working for something and it's not working. And then maybe she had to step away because when we have, I personally, I think when sometimes when we have like disappointment with ourselves, we can't face certain things that people have, like not have necessarily, but like if they're, they're going through something or they're getting something you've been working on and you feel like your body as a woman may not be doing what it's supposed to do. Maybe it's too much to bear as a person. Sometimes that's hard on people too. And I know that I, I know several women that have struggled, struggled with um, infertility and sometimes they have to take a step back because they, and they don't want to talk or be around other kids or people with their kids because they are struggling with that. And it can be difficult as well. So I don't want to just leave anybody out and say, well, you know, but that happens too. Yeah, I definitely can see your point on that as well. Um, that but still be there for your friend. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, step back, take a take a beat, take a breather, and sometimes maybe the friend don't know that they are how heavily they're leaning on you too. But then mm-hmm. maybe that will be a conversation you would have with them. And mm-hmm. as a friend, you shouldn't you know want your friend to just you know come up empty and you drain everything from them bone dry yeah and that's it but I think you know if you feel like hey maybe I won't call them as much or something like that and and seasons happen you know Mm -hmm. like we you you were saying you weren't necessarily talking to your best best friends a whole lot during that season you was mostly talking to those two young ladies so there's the seasons happen like that where you're closer to other people especially if you're in more close proximity with them you know every job I've been on I found you know one or two people that I you know chit chat with a lot because we work together we see each other five days a week you know yeah so you do come closer to people because you know you're working together or you know you go to the same church or something like that and then one of those sometimes when some of those factors change you don't really stay close to them because Mm -hmm. you are only really 
close because that one common factor was holding y'all yeah. together, you know, work, church, or, you know, mm-hmm. exercise group, whatever it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I agree. Yeah. So, like, when someone ghosts you, do you feel like you can forgive them and restore the relationship? Um, I, I always feel like I can forgive people. I'm not really a grudge holder. However, I am a person that will, at that point, proceed with caution after. So, um, like I said, the one girl I do, we're friends on social media, and we comment and laugh at each other's posts and stuff here and there. But I don't feel like I want to put myself through something like that where I would need you and you're not there. So we just keep it where it's at. Um, so I, I'm a person that's, I try to, you know, I'm gonna be kind and friendly and after that, but I'm definitely going to keep you at arm's length because you show me who you were at that point. Gotta be smart about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about you? Um, <laughs> this should come with a trigger warning for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, hmm. Okay, because mine has more so happened in, like, relationships, like, I feel like sometimes there were times where I was dating different guys and, like, you won't hear from them for a certain period of time. And then they'll just be like, oh, well, it wasn't over between us. It's just I got busy at work and I didn't call you for this week or this whatever. Like, I feel like it always changed it number one I didn't talk to them no more because I just feel like because of my past I just feel like I just don't want somebody else in and out of my life so it's definitely changed the dynamic for me too in a in a different way like even with friendships they necessarily didn't do those things while I was pregnant but I do have a particular friend where there are times where we don't talk a lot and it's it's kind of irritating because I just feel like I just don't want to beg for a friendship and so it just changed the dynamic of it not that I would never talk to the guys yes I would never date them again but (laughs) (laughs) as far as the friends it's like I would I just feel like it, it it just changes it. it. It changes it a lot. Not saying that people can't change or people don't change. They do. But for me and for my, what I've been through and my upbringing and all that kind of stuff, I just, I just wouldn't want that in my life. You know, you ain't got to call me every day. You know, I talk to me every day. I, no life happened. I don't text and call people every day either. But, you know, at least once out of the month or something like that, because no one's that busy. Right, <laughs> right. You know, so everybody, because I, you know, I always said, like, when 45 was the president, he stayed on Twitter a lot. I'm like, if he could be the president and be on Twitter, then a person could call and text <laughs> you back. You know what I mean? Exactly. So you're not that busy. Like, if he was the president <laughs> and could do it, and do those things, then you definitely have downtime where you can 
you know, contact me and stuff like that. And of course, you know, relationship goes two ways or you contact them too. But yeah, if I feel like I'm doing too much reaching out and stuff like that, mm-hmm. it ain't have nothing to do with ghosting, but it, it does repel me back in the other direction. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Cause who wants to be chasing somebody? Yeah, I ain't got time for that. I'm too, I'm too grown for that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, I am definitely not on that. Yeah. Okay, so, like, how do you feel then when your friends or sisters get pregnant? I'm always overjoyed. Like, when I say I'd be so happy, I'd be happy. And they'd be, like, crying if they're not ready or didn't want it, if it was a surprise. I'd be like, what are you, you, that is a blessing. I'd be so happy. And so, they'd be like, girl, I'm going to call you later. Because um, I just wanted this to soak a little bit because I wasn't planning this pregnancy or sometimes they just be like yeah you think so I, you think I should and I'm like yes I you should keep it or you you know whatever the case is and I'm always happy because um I, I personally I feel like I like I enjoy my kids do they get on my nerves yes but I love that feeling as a mother mm-hmm. and if someone gets to experience that and they I, I would, you know, I would like, yeah, experience it. If you want to experience it, if you're pregnant, you just don't know. I, it's a, a feeling that I can't even explain to someone who do, who don't have kids. So I'm like, is this, it's a feeling there that is no words for it. You, you will never have words for it. There's nothing you can, I can say to explain how you, how you will feel. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I always get excited for them. Okay. <laughs> I do. You can ask any one of them. <laughs> That's interesting. Mm-hmm. That's good. I'm sure they appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> I am the total opposite. <laughs> what you be doing? Um, I feel sad. Why? I do. Okay, it depends on. Uh, when my one best friend, she had been married for years, so you know. When she did have her son, I was super happy um, for her. But for the, even for you, I was sad. <laughs> no, seriously. Like, Why? I feel sad because I never want nobody to experience this single, like, the hardness of it. Like, yes, I get it. Kids are a blessing. They are amazing. Yeah. But they are definitely emotional and mentally draining you know what and I I saw something today and I I feel like the person was kind of making fun of her Kim Kardashian whatever said she sometimes cry herself to sleep you Mm. know being a single mom of her four kids and I was like that's so real like the person was like making fun of her and I was irritated by it Mm -hmm. but like that's so real like this single mom like it's not for the faint of heart and I legit don't want I don't wish this I don't have any enemies but if I had one (laughs) I would not wish this on them like it is hard as heck and I feel sad, like, when you told me, like, I went through a state, you never knew it, but I went through a state of, like, I always go through, like, initial state of shock. There are times where I cry when people tell me they're pregnant because, like, I know that, number one, the person that we're with was not good or, you mm. know, I was already showing signs of not father material, whatever the case may be. And, 
I was just like, I mean, I never left their sides or nothing, but yeah, I was sad for them. That's kind of sweet of you, though. Right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> like, I legit was sad. I legit was sad. Like, when you told me, and because when you told me it, when you told me we were talking on the phone one day, I still remember that day. And I was like, oh, so, like, how are things with you? And you was like, oh, we're not together. Mm-hmm. I felt so sad. Like, <laughs> you're telling me you're pregnant, and you're already telling me, like, you're not with him. I felt mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know how to explain the emotions that come over me when someone tell me that they're pregnant and they're already not in good, like a good situation, like whether they're don't have their own place or the dad isn't that great or whatever the case may be like, I, I'm not happy. Like, um, I'm just not happy. I'm sorry. I'm I'm not happy. <laughs> I mean, do I be there for them? Absolutely. All of them can tell you I was still there for them. Mm-hmm. You know, but I'm I'm not happy. And I I get your point of view. I, I totally get that. I think um like I, I like I said before, I think that we're giving our children regardless of whatever stage in life we are for a reason. And I always because i've had friends come to me crying like God like right there crying with them like- <laughs> <laughs> they were shattered and i because i'm so happy about this new life i always i don't want to be i never wanted to be that person that was in there and i'm not saying you did this but just I want it to be that positive energy. Um, and I'll share this only bits and a bit of it. My best friend came to me. She was pregnant and she just did not know what route to go. And I was like, this is your blessing. And we kind of, t- I'm not going to go in detail, but we talked about things. She actually made a post on Facebook. So I, I guess I'm free to share certain things, but um, she, I, I talked to her and I was just supportive. And I just let her know, like you were giving a shot for a reason. And there's, you know, and I was just there for her every day. She ended up keeping the kid and she called me like when he was like one, she was like, or two, she was like, I'm so glad that you were right there talking to me and, you know, just keeping me in good spirits and positive because I, I just, I'm glad he's here. I needed him. Like I am happy. He, he's everything, you know? So sometimes, you know, when we make certain decisions, it is hard. Like I'm married and it's hard. Not because, you know, yeah, I have a partner, but like it's still hard because kids are hard. It's another human being, regardless yeah. of who you're doing it by yourself or with somebody else. It's another human being that you have to make sure that they don't do something stupid because they do. But it's just like I said, for me, I I enjoy that feeling of motherhood. Um, it's hard. It's a lot of other stuff in life that's hard too. That ain't the only thing, you know. So it's, it's, so it's like, for like I said, for me, it's just a whole different. It's just a different feeling. I would never force a woman. If a woman don't have kids, I'll never be like, why don't you have kids? When you having kids, I'll never do that. Right. But if it's somebody who's expressing that they're pregnant to me, yeah, I'm gonna be so happy. Like this is, and sometimes there's people who are in bad situations. And I know this, like, your kids shouldn't be that reason, but it pushes them. It makes them sometimes push. Yes, I said, some some people, they are, they push. It gives them that push. Like, 
I was just doing whatever or I wasn't on the right path. Then my child came and I knew I had to get right. And they got right, you know, because they had that life, that person looking at them. Like sometimes these people, some people get that push or whatever. And like I said, you shouldn't use your kids for that. But when I look at my kids, I'm definitely, I definitely get more of a push. Like I want certain things for them. I want, like, I don't know. It's just... I don't know, for me, like I said, it's just a whole different feeling that I can't I can't put to words and I love it. Uh hard, mm-hmm. crying, frustrated, yeah. everything. It's just a feeling that I can't put to words and I don't I I I enjoy that feeling that they give me. I I don't know. And I think that people should experience it if they want to. <laughs> yeah. Um I, I halfway agree. Um I do think kids are a blessing now, like I have said. A thousand times I definitely couldn't imagine my life without my daughter um but I do know a lot of times people aren't going in thinking about having kids and I do think that there are some people that aren't parent material even though they produce yeah so they're you know just all right you have a kid because a man and a woman get together right Mm -hmm. you don't have uh, you know, kids because you know y'all necessarily y'all so in love or mm-hmm. y'all have this healthy, thriving relationship or marriage. But it's because y'all slept together. That's mm-hmm. it. You know, whether y'all slept together the first time or the you know one thousandth time. Right. That's the only reason how you know you have a, a child. So now, don't get me wrong. Is it does God want that child even if he bring it in the world with a parent? That is not, you know, whether it's an unhealthy mom or unhealthy dad. Now, yeah, God still has a plan and purpose for that child. But I do feel like there are some people who aren't meant to be parents. Like you just, it just, it, you, it's in your genetic makeup that you can have kids. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, we've seen that. I don't know the little kid names, the Gabriel Fernandez, whatever. His mom didn't need to be a mom right you know she abused him put him in the little cabinet thing and all that other type of stuff she did abused him she would be definitely a great example of somebody who just have a reproductive system Mm -hmm. and don't need to be a parent so I know like sometimes and I'm definitely you know pro-life but I do want to say that Sometimes people aren't going in it like, oh, yeah, like I'm going to be connected to this person for the rest of my life. You know, if I lay down with them, like, yeah, some I know people who have kids off of one night stands. I know yeah. a few people like that. So it's like they wasn't thinking of that. They were just thinking of this grand time that they was going to have. And it probably wasn't even that grand. But it's like you're not necessarily parent material because you can do a thing you know like there's a lot of things that I probably can do that I'm not I shouldn't be doing all the time you know like I don't know like I I agree to an extent like you have a reproductive system so yeah that can make you a mother for most women and a guy has a system where he can you know, produce, you know, have kids too, but it doesn't make you a parent because you could do the dance like in the bed. Like you have to be responsible. Don't get me wrong. Like has my daughter made me more responsible on to the point that you are saying she definitely has. I definitely had to grow up much faster than my friends 
but I don't know, like, there's a lot of people I can look out that have kids and have lots of kids. And I'm like, just because you have these kids, they're not good mothers. I know a girl who has, like, seven kids. She's not a good mother, like, whatsoever. She's just, and it's just like, you having these kids, you're bringing them into poverty and stuff like that. And you're not even thinking about them, like, I don't even know what she's thinking about or if she's thinking or maybe she has a mental illness, but it's just like you're, you know, that I feel sorry for the kids that they're suffering, that they live in a house, you know, without running water and stuff like that. So, yeah, I, I, I there's a plenty of people who have kids, whether they're men or women that I'm, I look at them like you're definitely not parent material. And then there are others who have kids you know, who wasn't, who wasn't in their deck of cards like you. Mm-hmm. And then you see, you come out swinging, you, you're great at it. But then there are people who child know. You, you know, I agree, but I was just speaking for my friends that, <laughs> that I know <laughs> if you want to, <laughs> that's what I was telling them. Like, if you like, they do, they want to be parents. So I say, if you want to have kids, have kids. Cause sometimes you're on the fence. I mean, I want, I didn't want to get pregnant the first time. And then I had a moment where I wanted to, you know, go down to the clinic. I did it, of course, but you, you're on that fence. So sometimes you just need, you know, somebody to talk to you. So for my friends, yes. However, I agree. I don't think everybody's meant to to be (laughs) one, but I also think too, that, I mean, there, if they do get pregnant, there's adoption, there's all these things that you could do because it's people who want, I want to adopt a kid. I keep telling my husband every, almost every day. I want to adopt a kid. I do. And I think. Girl, you should have been at my church this weekend. It was adopt a weekend. They would have loved you. Girl. Oh. It took you right in the room. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I want to adopt so bad. And I think that, you know, that can bless another family. You know, if yeah. you, if you don't, um, you feel like, okay, I did this. I don't necessarily think, you know, I can raise this kid or I don't, I'm not bringing them in good circumstances. It's always adoption. Um, Cause there's so many people who can't, that want them and you can definitely adopt a kid. So I don't, like I said, I agree. I don't think everybody's meant to, but when it comes to my friends being happy or sad or me talking them through it. Yeah. I'm always excited for them. I have some great friends and they're going to be great moms. So, well, most of my friends are moms, but yeah. the ones that aren't great, I, they'll be great moms. So, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same for me. Um, they definitely have, you know, whether it was my sisters or my friends, they have definitely exceeded my expectations. Oh, I didn't have no expectations on them. But, <laughs> <laughs> but they definitely, you know, mm-hmm. did the darn thing and, you know, but yeah, so yeah. I, I definitely, you know, definitely don't want nobody using abortion as birth control. No. <laughs> like <definitely laughs> use birth control, definitely <laughs> not saying that, definitely use, you know, condoms. It, it feels the same, trust me. In them little five, 10 minutes, so it'll be over. So it, <laughs> it, it, it feels the same. So, <laughs> you know, it's just like, I feel like, you know, we should have more conversations and normalize talking about safe sex because, yes. you you know, we could talk about, you know, abortions, no abortions till we blew in the face. 
but we should more so be talking about more safe practices before we need to get to that place to a clinic you know like I mean I agree I I always say this to people because people be like I don't know. Maybe my theory is messed up, but maybe I, you know. But people like I don't want to. I'm. We, uh, I don't want no baby. I'm scared of a baby. I'm like you. Scared of a baby. I'm scared of you know STDs and AIDS. Uh, girl, and I'm like, yeah. Where you gonna said, go with that little thing? Uh uh-uh, uh Put a right. jacket on that. I said I would. Yeah, I know this is crazy. I know it's off sub- subject, y'all. But I said I would take a baby over you know certain like AIDS and stuff. So I think that say sex it <laughs> all together will prevent both okay (laughs) listen let me tell you let me just get this out before we get into (laughs) our question so back when I was wilding back in the day um I used to go to the health department and get condoms because I had my daughter listen I legit (laughs) was committed Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that wasn't nobody. You weren't gonna come in and say you forgot nothing at home. You didn't gotta worry about it because up in that top drawer, <laughs> yes, pick a flavor. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like it's it's already on there. I carried them in my purse, and I'm like, I had them at home. There was no way. It was it was nothing gonna shake up in here. Let me tell. Like, so, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Like my friends, we used to go down, and I had no. Sh- and the health department, the, they would prefer you to come get their free condom mm-hmm. than for you to come there and ask for assistance with your baby. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So. Or you took you took they them have to give you some pills for something. Yes. So they would prefer that anything, and I definitely did. I had no shame in my game of going up there and going to get mm-hmm. them. And I even told my daughter, I said, before you go to college, I have told you, taught you the ways of the Lord. Mm-hmm. However, I can't walk around holding your stuff in my hand. So I will be <laughs> teaching you. I, I, I'm telling, I'm serious. I know this all topic, but I told her, I said, I will be teaching you how to put a condom on a banana. Mm-hmm. Because most yeah. people are like a banana. I said, we might get a cucumber, but that might be too big. <laughs> <laughs> that might be too big. Just get Come a on. zucchini. Okay, a zucchini. Okay. <laughs> I, will be, I will be teaching you that. I said, and I want you to carry them with you. Mm, yeah, that's smart. That's super smart. And I told her I'm going to put her on birth control. She told me yep. she don't want to gain weight. I said, girl, don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you know what? It's important for her to know what a condom feels like. Because guys can try to get clever and be like, I got one on and it really don't. Right, because the last on. <laughs> you know, if you if you listen, I'm telling you, I've heard guys say stuff like, <laughs> "Listen, if you have guy friends, and when 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 guys are younger, they're stupid. They do stupid stuff, and they say stupid things." So I'm just saying, I think that's a good idea because so she could know, like this right. feels like this is what it smells like because kind right, of that smell, yes, <laughs> you know, like you know it's out there, so. Yeah, that's important, you know, because people think it's just the guy's responsibility and it's not. Trust me, it was my responsibility. mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, for real, because it's it's safe sex for the both of you guys. Mm -hmm. It's not just his responsibility because Mm -hmm. he has a penis. Like, what you, you know, you got to be safe too. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I showed it. Sorry, y'all. We got off on a tangent. But talking about everybody not meant to be parents, but everyone isn't. So I just feel like I needed to get that off my chest. Like I did. And I, I definitely told her, you know, we will be, you know, having a, you know, she blushed, you know, whatever, turned mm-hmm. red in the face. <laughs> oh, God. But girl, now I know get that zucchini. Because yeah. <laughs> I was like, most people, it's probably little like a banana. <laughs> you get one of each. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that. that would... <laughs> You're going to scale to what she ain't want to, and that's going to be good too. <laughs> That's abstinence right there. Yeah, but no, honey, because I taught you, but I can't force you. Just yeah. like my mama taught me, mm-hmm. she couldn't force me. And that's one amazing thing, you know, about my mom. Like, she never, you know, made me feel bad or whatever, despite all my upbringing. That was like, mm-hmm. oh, I told you, I taught you. So, like, that helped get me through. Like, my mom being like super supportive my sisters being super supportive my two mm-hmm. friends being super supportive like help get me through my pregnancy because like I said I cut everybody else off <laughs> <laughs> now that's good my um my mom was happy actually I was like oh my gosh like she wasn't like wanting me to be pregnant like yeah I get like- it but when I told her I was pregnant, she was like, oh, my gosh, are you for real? Because I was scared to tell her. Even though I was 21, it was still like, what? I'm trying to get my life on track here. Like, I just got a basic training. Like, yeah. I do some great things. No. So um, I got pregnant. And she was just like, oh, my gosh, are you, are you serious? And she was smiling. And I was like, yeah. And I don't know. To me, I guess because she's my mom, I felt like a kid almost. Just because it was like, oh, I'm pregnant. Oh, my gosh. I'm, you know. And she was just like, no, like, it's fine. You're, you're grown. That's what she told me. And she was right. My mom was I actually lived with my mom when I was pregnant. I had never lived on my own prior to that. So, um, I was my whole pregnancy. I was living with her. And when I say, when I had cra- cravings and stuff, my mom was like the MVP. She was, my mom was my Aww, baby daddy. So <laughs> <cute. laughs> Mine was too. She was right yes. there when I was pushing and all. Yes. So it was, she was there, um, cravings and everything. So, yeah, I was like, okay, moms, I see you. But just because she was good to me, doesn't mean I was gonna keep having kids. That's why mine are twelve years apart. Mm-hmm. And um, had I not, I told y'all this before. Had I not met my husband, there would be no Gabby. So, Mm-mm, girl, I've <laughs> been sending you comments in the mail, baby. Yeah, I'm like, girl, go to the clinic real quick. And <laughs> <laughs> I had no shame in my game. Not. No, mm-mm. but I would be sending them to my daughter. Here you go, boo. I put <laughs> get your package out in the mailbox. You get your you get your care package. <laughs> She'll open that in front of none of her friends. Right. Oh, <laughs> I put your favorite candies on top. <laughs> yes. All right. So do you have anything else to wrap up? <laughs> I just got one thing to say to you because you only you're gonna know. Do you remember when we was in basic and that person mm. got all that candy sent to them? I don't. <sighs> what happened? I'm sorry. Never mind. It's not gonna be funny now. Okay. Go <laughs> it was gonna be a moment that was gonna share. Go tell it. Because I might no, it might jog my memory. No, nah, they just got all that candy scent. They got we all got in trouble because they got all that candy scent. 
Oh no! Yes, no. I do. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes. I said that's gonna be y'all, dog. You gonna it's gonna be a whole bunch of instead of a whole bunch of candies, be a whole bunch of condoms. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know, no, college students be broke. She'll come in clutch for the rest of them. That's why your mama sent another box in. Right. <laughs> when your mama gonna send one of them care packages again? Huh? What? <laughs> I put some noodles at the bottom, condoms in the middle, right. candy on the top. Right. <laughs> we love her mama. <laughs> yep. All right. <clears throat> So to start off our questions for tonight, um, question number one, what is your favorite activity or memory to do with your friends? Um, so I don't really, I don't know. So me and my friend, okay, I have two best friends. One named Ashley, y'all met her, that's Dr. Baxter, and I have another one named Narkita. So me and Narkita, we used to we don't have to get Narkita on. We do have to get Narkita on. She is crazy. Y'all would love her. So Narkita, me and Narkita used to party together all the time. And her um ex-boyfriend, he's passed away now, but uh-huh. um yeah. He we used to all go over his house after school at high school. And then after he gra- we graduated, his grandmother left him a house like paid for. Oh wow. And, yeah. And we would all just go over there once we graduated, just be like chilling and just having so much fun. It was like the trap spot. I ain't gonna lie. We were just there. <laughs> but we had so much fun there. And that was like one of those memories where we were just young and dumb, but not like we didn't like get in trouble or nothing. I had in trouble, but we were just there. Carefree. Carefree, no real responsibilities. I was supposed to be sl- living on campus. I was over there sleeping sometimes. Like it was just like the house where everybody slept at. Everybody, <laughs> okay. everybody was just at. And so that was one of those memories. So me and my friend Ashley, because we had been friends since we were like, 10 and 11 um we had many of moments where we were just oh my gosh we snuck out the house over to some boys house we snuck (laughs) some boys in mind you both times we were still virgins we just wanted to be around the boys we didn't even wasn't really sexual with them we just was around them so we were just sneaking just to sneak um we would walk around the neighborhood and just be fast I don't know. <laughs> we were like 14. Just wanted to be seen. Just wanted to be seen. Girl, we had like our matching shoes on and just walking around the neighborhood. Matching outfits on. We just looking crazy. And <laughs> <laughs> just walking. Just being fast. And so we had some good moments together that we just laugh about. So, yeah, those are some of the things. And, oh, me and my friend Ashley, we have our kids. Both of our kids are 12 years apart. Her two boys are 12 years, and me and my my son and daughter are 12 years. So we have that in common. But her her son is definitely not 12. He's older, and her youngest is a little bit older than Gabby. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> what about you, girl? Um, I feel like I don't have anything particular to say. But I love laughing with them, going out to eat, going to love going to brunch going shopping together um <clears throat> you know i did go on a cruise with on one of my best friends or whatever and she actually paid for it. she's so sweet that is sweet uh-huh um so that was her gift to me and trinice last year um yeah so i feel like anytime i link up with them <laughs> i could have a great time mm-hmm. 
we could talk, we could lab whether we on the phone three, four hours or whatever it the case may be. Um, I definitely enjoy being around them. And then like I said, I enjoy my mama's alone too. So <laughs> yeah, I don't have anything in particular to stand out, but yeah, I do love, you know, when we could get together and cut up. Yeah. All right. Question number two. Did anything funny or crazy happen while you were giving birth? Um, yeah, I was so when my when my daughter, uh, I told y'all I had this uh condition called hyperemesis gravidurum, where it's a constant puking all day long. While I was giving birth, I was pushing once and puking in, to the side. Mm-hmm. Push, puke, push, puke. Oh, <laughs> oh. So if that's if you if that's gonna be a birth control, that can be a birth control right there. Yes. So I know that room was going off. Girl, yeah. Yeah. I was like puke and everything else. Like, yeah, so that's what I was doing in between. But I had, I wasn't puking on myself. It was like well, they had like a basin. Yeah. Okay. Goodness. <laughs> it was hard. <laughs> that show was birth control worthy. Yes, and I was full of the epidural, so I could barely feel myself pushing. So it was like, I hope I'm pushing <laughs> and I'm puking. <laughs> Just gross. No freaking cleaning people was so mad at you. Girl, oh well, listen. <laughs> you got good benefits. <laughs> I guess. Um for me, I had I don't know what the medicine was called. It was so long ago. But anyways, they gave me this one particular medicine at first. And it made me like it made me like delusional. Mm. So like I know like I was like telling like my mom and my daughter's dad, like, cut the TV off. Cut the TV off. <laughs> it was like um, I first they was like looking at each other like who gonna break the news to her, like, and then like they was like, uh, Lenora, the TV isn't on. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, I know what I was hearing. Oh my goodness! Then they ended up giving me um a laxative, girl, while I was having contractions. Now, okay, I'm like a certified germ a folk. That day I forgot all about germs. Girl, I'm not only am I in the bathroom, I'm trying to empty out everything because they done gave me a freaking laxative and I'm having <laughs> contractions. Girl, I'm rolling around on the floor in the bathroom. My mama like she on the phone with my sister like she's on the bathroom floor. <laughs> girl, I'm like Girl, I'm a contractions was a tear my butt up yes. in the bathroom, but everything made it in the toilet. Sorry, y'all, it's a little <laughs> gross, but everything Mine's made <laughs> in the toilet. But baby, them contractions was woo. Yeah. woo. <laughs> I was rolling all around on that dang on bathroom floor. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I don't think that's good for you to be down there. <laughs> I'm like, man, shoot, that thing was tearing my tail up. <laughs> but <clears throat> they was like, oh, you was being, you know, like her dad uh, bring it up to my daughter one time. He's like, and your mom was talking so crazy when she was <laughs> about to have you. She was saying all kind of stuff. So he'll still bring that up from time. That's funny. 
Question number three. Which celebrity do you admire how they interact with their kids? Um, or what they portray to us because we yeah, you know we're gone in their house. Right. <laughs> right. Um, I like Serena. Mm-hmm. And I like it was somebody else that I see, and I'm like, man, they seem like they're really good with their kids. Um, I can't even think of them now, but I think Serena, I think the way she's like teaching her tennis and yeah that's so cute they be having like those twinning outfits yes and they have fun with it when she's playing it's not like she's like you have to do it like this you're not hitting it right yeah she's still really tiny (laughs) yeah she's not mean with it and i think that she's like just kind of doing what mommy does i think that's just so cute um so i think her but it's somebody else if you say yours i might think of who it is but (laughs) (laughs) all right so i am going to say russell wilson who is married to sierra um i like love the way like how he is with little future like okay i saw recently they put up a post of like i guess little future play baseball and I like how the baseball game had been ended, but his Papa Russ was still out there with him, like practicing until he get a home run. Yeah. So he finally um, hit the home run or whatever. And then he was like, oh, now we could go home. And how he was like, you know, celebrating him. He gave him a hug. And then he was just like, okay, now go run all the bases. Mm-hmm. And like, I just love like, you know, how he was like, teaching him like you're going to get this home run tonight you know so I I felt like that was super cute and then like his football videos of him teaching him how to like uh catch the football with one hand and like every time he catch it he'd be like too easy like you know like you know he'd be like mocking what Russell say and I feel like that's super cute and then I also saw where he took their daughter uh Sienna on like a father's daughter date and he was like waiting for her you know to come down and he was just like oh I'm so nervous and you could tell like he legit looked nervous for real you know (laughs) of like him and you know like how he opened the door and how she put the um the corset on him and all this type of stuff so it was just like it's just really cute to see like yeah. how he interact, you know, whether people feel this way or that way about, you know, his football skills. But <laughs> <laughs> you know, he used to be one of my favorite quarterbacks, but he kind of going down on the list. But I still, <laughs> I, as far as like how he is, uh, you know, with his, I'm just gonna say his bonus son because you know you could tell love future love him and mm-hmm. he, he loved him. So I I love to see them together. Yeah, so I definitely remember the person. It's I don't know if I'm saying his name right, Devale, Devale Ellis. Oh yes, yes, yes. Uh-huh. Him, okay. him and his wife and their oh, kids. Him and his wife that, like K or something like that. Yes, I think mm-hmm. him. He's such a good dad from what I see. And how he pushes his son, and his son will get mad at him. And oh, like, yeah, I like, no, that. like you need to, 
you can't just quit like it's that's not how you that's not you know he teaches him like them lessons and right i think they're so him and his wife are so cute they are yeah um, they got like four boys over four there. boys yes and i'm like oh my gosh but i think they're i think their family is adorable i think yeah they, i do too they have good chemistry it doesn't seem fake i just love it all i know it's about the kids but i just think it's all great <laughs> no 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 i love it too no that's true. They are definitely, you know, a pair that I do yeah. love. I love their uh, marriage. You yeah. know, I love their story. Of, uh, they was recently on Tamron Hall because they, they wrote a book together. Mm-hmm. They have a podcast, too. They Okay. Oh, I need to tap into their podcast. Uh, I know I said I was going <laughs> to I put their book <laughs> on my list to get. But um, and they were just telling their story about like how you know, he got cut from the NFL and stuff like that. So they have like a really great story of how like he didn't have nothing saved and like how they, you know, built what they have now and all this type of stuff. So it's a really good story. So yeah, I say all that to say like any, you could come back from anything. Like sometimes, yeah. you know, we think like we see people on TV, we think that they were born with that, but they're not in a lot, you know, a lot of celebrities have lost it all and got it back and they're they're definitely one of the ones and i i love their story mm-hmm, me too all right question number four do you share a favorite movie tv show or dessert with your friends mm, no i don't me and my friends i really <laughs> we don't really talk about tv a whole lot uh or movies uh, I don't share a favorite dessert. No, I don't. Nope. <laughs> we have some, like we like some some of the same stuff, but my favorite is not their favorite. So, or it might be, you know, things change. But <laughs> <laughs> I know me and Narkita, we watch some of the same shows, but then I watch like I go overboard with like my reality TV, and then Ashley. Yeah, you love it. I love it. And then Ashley, she won't. Um, she watches TV here and there. She does watch it, but I don't know what she be doing. So, mm, no. Um, we don't have any favorite movies or TV shows yet. Now, sometimes they will try to convince me to watch a TV show. I would never watch it. But there, <laughs> there are times where they have got me to watch a movie because they just really wanted to discuss it with me. <laughs> like, I remember one of my best friends really wanted me to watch uh, that a fall, fall from Grace from Tyler yeah. Perry. That movie was okay. But wow. she had really wanted me to watch it. <laughs> and so I did. I did sit up one night and watched it. And I was like, okay, girl. <laughs> right. People hyped that movie up a lot. And I just thought, mm. <laughs> yeah. And so, but she was also was the one who put me on to Crumble. So I guess we share that together. <laughs> <laughs> we shared Crumble together. Uh, and then I put another friend on to Crumble. So this is the crumble just keep going. <laughs> the crumble train. Oh, we ate crumble again like last week. You and who? Me and my family. Well, that's who I went with the first time. That it was amazing. Oh, okay. Now you owe them an apology. I owe you an apology too. Your cookie place is good, Mercury. I would say that. What which cookie <laughs> did you get? 
Um, I got the sugar cookie, and I um, no, it was not vegan. Um, y'all know I try to practice that, and I don't care. I enjoyed it. Girls, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I enjoyed it, but if no, any, it was. If any vegan go to restaurants and stuff, they don't. They make that stuff like all in like the same oil and grease and stuff like that. It's kind of hard well, to be like where nothing is plated together now, unless it's just a full vegan restaurant where you tell them. Like there was a restaurant I went to one time where somebody was like, oh, I am allergic to a particular thing. Mm-hmm. So the guy went back to the kitchen to make sure like it was cooked separately. But <clears throat> so my I'm not like extreme vegan like that. Like if it's cooked or beside something, I'm OK. I just don't. I have to stay away from dairy and I have been stand, you know, so that cookie had dairy in it. <laughs> I always took one different. for the team. Yeah, I took one for the team. And. My body was like, girl, we not we not a part of that team no more. So <laughs> hey, you and that toilet had a long night. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, listen, y'all. I think I told y'all dairy makes me constipated. So we did not have a long night at all. So <laughs> <laughs> we just being nasty this episode. Girl, we're being human, but I guess so. But no, I'm joking. But no, so yeah, I just want to let you know. I forgot to tell you. I said, oh, as soon as I got my cookie, I said, I got to tell McRae, and I didn't. Oh, <laughs> you know. But yeah. yeah, I feel like only, only crumble I share with them. And mm-hmm. like I said, they will, you know, talk to me about shows. I won't watch them. But movies, I probably will uh, sit down and watch. Maybe. I'm sure there are times where I, I haven't. But that one, she was like, oh, watch it. Watch, watch, watch. Like she was like pressuring me, putting the pressure on the sister every day. And I was like, okay. And finally, <laughs> I was it. <laughs> and we were able to discuss it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Question number five, last question of the night. So I actually been seeing this question kind of trending on social media. So that's why I got this one from. Do you think a parent should buy a Mother's Day or Father's Day gift? for their child's other parent if they're not still together um i don't think i don't think you no but i do think a simple happy mother's day you're a great mom you're doing a great job especially if they the mother is the sole primary uh primary parent or if the father's the primary parent i think they should get some acknowledgement from the other parent um, it doesn't have to be a gift. It could be a, just a nice text to say, hey, I see what you're doing. Um, so I don't think the a gift is necessarily required, but acknowledgement, I think it should go throughout the year, but especially Mother or Father's Day. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, I don't have a problem with it. Like if they do it, I don't have a problem with it. Um, most guys I dated, didn't have kids or we wasn't dating around the time that mother uh, father's day came along um but for the ones that did have i think it was only like one i was like asking him like hey you should you know get your daughter's mom something for mother's day and he was just like uh no she should be getting me something for mother's day so like, um for the other one that has custody of his kids i've actually never asked him i think i guess i should ask him to do he i guess i just always stayed out of it mm-hmm. but i feel like i wouldn't have an issue if they did 
No. Now, I have always got my daughter's dad, because his birthday is in June as well. So, you know, you just go to Dollar Tree. The cards are two for a dollar, just in case anybody wanted to know. Um, and I always got him two cards. There, there there were times where he just got just the two cards. There were times where he might have got, like, her school picture that year or whatever she made at church or school. You know, we might have put that in the card. And there were times that he might have got something as well. It, it varied on the year. Um, he has never... <laughs> I mean ever and he sometimes he don't even text me like like this one he didn't even text me um but that's that's on him mm-hmm. that's on him I still will you know get him the two cards next month um I just do it because not because he's necessarily you know win any father of the year awards but just because he is her other parents so I always tell her like hey you know just because he is you know your dad there would be no you without him uh I could have had you from somebody else but you know your personality would be different you probably would look different and stuff like that so I get it for that purpose and you know it's no big deal growing up I would see my dad you know get my mom stuff and my mom would take us to get my dad stuff so I kind of saw it growing up, but I don't know. Uh, okay, so what about if you were dating someone and you're a mom, but you don't have a kid from them? Do you feel like your boyfriend should get you something? Um, no, I never expected that out of anybody. I mean, they say it, acknowledge that, yeah. But I'd be like, okay, yeah, if you say, hey, happy Mother's Day, but or you're a great mom or whatever the case is, I'm okay with that. Um, we know that Mother's Day is mostly the kids buying the parents something or, you know, but my, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I never expected a Mother's Day gift from people. I guess that's, I don't know, I never expected it. I mean, I do hear people say, when people tell me, oh, you're a good mom, you're good, that means so much to me. Yeah. So when Mother's Day come, it's like, well, I don't really expect it. But when Riley gets of age, um, he got some, he got some work to do. (laughs) (laughs) He need to catch up, play catch up. (laughs) Yeah, he got some work to do. That's hilarious. (laughs) But I wanted to tell you, you're so sweet because I don't get his daddy a, a thing um and he don't get me nothing he don't acknowledge me even though i got yeah it. yeah girl yeah so you're saying he do that a, he, many times he he don't acknowledge like when she was little really young you know he dated these crazy girls so he wouldn't even acknowledge me mm-hmm. um and maybe he's dating another crazy girl so he didn't acknowledge <laughs> me to say uh, but you know I like I said don't get me wrong there may have been some years where he didn't get anything um, but most times he have and he, he did get at least the cards and yep. whether he was you know in prison you know he you know that was like his second home at one point um <laughs> He would, he would get it. And boyfriends that I 
give things to them. Um, one, the others only because just because of the amazing dad that he is. Mm-hmm. But the others, no, I I didn't. Um, they didn't give me anything either. I, I didn't feel bad about it. Now maybe I was their wife, and right. I, I I don't necessarily have your child. But I do have a child that probably would turn it into a different ball game. I mean, if they were to do it, hey, I would take it. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it was no big deal to me that day. They, they didn't, you know, definitely want them to acknowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But yeah, so and, and they did. They did. But yeah, that's it. <laughs> it, it doesn't bother me. But right. I do feel like it would be only right to like I feel like I do it for her because I'm like hey he he is your dad you know like I said most times okay she's 16 so probably 8 years he said something and 8 years he didn't say anything so Mm. it's whatever yeah yeah but anyways all right. so do you have any final thoughts before we wrap up today Mm-mm, I don't talk enough. <laughs> <laughs> Same. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for listening all the way to the end. Please share this episode and any of our other episodes with your friends. If you guys don't have anything you share in common, you guys can share this podcast now. And so, <laughs> can you tell them where they can follow us at on Instagram and TikTok? Where we are and email. <laughs> T-L-I-A podcast T-L-I-A podcast on Instagram and TikTok and our email is podcast.tlia at gmail.com you know what to do leave us a message comment like all that stuff yes and we will see y'all next Thursday bye bye